What's up, guys? I'm your guest, I mean host, Ariel Lakshman, and welcome to episode four of Sack the Podcast. Today, we will be discussing some hot takes about the 2020 NFL season, our division projections for the AFC, some fantasy sits and starts, and yeah, let's get right into it. All right, so our first question is, if the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl, will it be a huge letdown? Uh, what's your take on this, Arnav? Um, I don't have much to say. All I think is, like, it's not going to be a letdown because even if they miss this year, they have so much talent. They're still in next year because, like, the Patriots, too. The Patriots have lost Super Bowls, have not made Super Bowls some years, and they've been fine. They've had their 20-year-long dynasty. So I think it'll be fine if the Chiefs lose, you know? Nothing will go wrong, really. All right. I think... I think this is a Super Bowl or bust year for them. I think that if they don't win the Super Bowl, or at least don't make the Super Bowl, I think it's going to be a huge letdown uh, because they have so much talent like on that team. And I, th- I feel like they should make the most out of their current roster. Um, like, you don't know how long they have with that current roster. And yeah, so and also next year for the 2021 offseason, they're projected to be negative $15 million in cap, which is think 20 uh 26 worse in the nfl so that's that's really bad so i think they should make the most out of their current roster uh like with all their big contracts like as you know mahomes signed the bet like biggest contract in uh sports history a couple months ago and i think they should make the most out of his contract as well as other players contracts on the team Ankur, what do you think uh i have to disagree with Arav. i don't really think um They'll, you know, uh, not make the Super Bowl again. Because um, if we go, like, into the contracts and stuff, uh, well, they're, they're, uh, the uh, players who were signed are probably going to be there for, like, two to three, two to four more years. And, uh, well, if you look at, like, the drafts and the free agents from the Chiefs, even if they do uh, lose, like, uh, who do they sign? Tyree Kill, Chris Jones. They've drafted pretty well, too, and the draft also requires less money to pay to the players that are drafted. And uh, let's, let's see who they hit on. They hit on Travis Kelsey, uh, Tyreek Hill, Clyde, Hed- uh, Clyde Ed- <clears throat> Edwards-Hilaire, Chris Jones. And, yeah, I mean, those are the notable ones. And in case they don't hit in draft, uh, if their cap, sp- uh, cap space gets better, uh, they, they also signed a few uh good free agents uh, like Tyron Matthew and Frank Clark. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know uh, if the Chiefs would be too concerned if they uh, lost or didn't even go to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, you talked about, like, the draft picks, right? But uh, it takes time to de- develop a lot of draft picks. Like, Tyreek Hill wasn't Tyreek Hill in, like, a game or a season. It took at least two seasons uh, for him to, like, develop to where he is right now. Um, and you know, they can't always hit on draft, um, draft picks. Uh, so, and especially like you mentioned the free agent signings too, right? Um, since they're negative $15 million in cap space right now, it's gonna be hard to sign good free agent players or like anyone at all. So that's a concern, uh, from the general manager standpoint. So that's what I'm saying. Like they only have like a few more years, like four more years, uh, Mahomes signed a 10 year, but 10 year contract, but a lot of the other players on the team are four years or less. So all I'm saying is they should uh, make the most out of this current roster because they have a really good one. Like 
arguably the best. Not even arguably. Let, let's be honest. I think they have the best in, uh, roster talent-wise. Yeah, definitely the best. Definitely and they have the best sure. coach. in my Right mm-hmm. now, Andy Reid's the best coach, in my opinion. That's another I mean, discussion. That's a dis- another really discussion. Have, like, I don't think he's the best coach, but okay. I right think now, they also but have not the all best uh, offensive coordinator. Um, yeah, yeah they have a best, lot of... They yeah. have one of the best offensive schemes for sure, but best coach, I don't, I don't think so. And yeah, like, that's like another debate for another day. Yeah. But... Speaking of their offensive scheme, it's like really innovative too. They're really... Um, it's really groundbreaking. Like, have you seen like the plays where like Mahomes and all of those people like spin around and like kind of like motion across the field? Yeah, in the, in the Super Bowl one? Yeah, oh, that was such a weird play. That spinner roof. My dad, I remember my dad I was like, what the heck, heck is that? happening? My dad was like, what the, the heck, heck was that? Yeah. I was laughing I was so confused. hard. I was laughing. I remember I, I was watching it with Uncle. I was oh, yeah, yeah. so hard. Yeah, see, oh my god, got, bro. The, roof. Yeah, they've got some uh, good choreography going on there. Yeah. Yeah, well... They should uh, probably go on. Uh, they should probably go on Dancing with the Stars, honestly. The coaching stays the same. The yeah, Tessie, Antonio Brown. Wait, well, Anker, oh, Antonio Brown. Anker, we, I, we can't hear you. Restart from what you're saying. Oh, okay. So I was just basically saying that if the coaching stays the same, then their Super Bowl chances will probably like stay the same because they do have Patrick Mahomes, who's a very valuable quarterback, yeah. and like the thing is, the thing is, years in the system. The thing is, like, um, coaching staffs don't all like they're they're never gonna stay the same for like they're max like two years. Like, yeah. Uh, with the Eagles, you saw Frank Reich leave as offensive coordinator and he joined the Colts, and he got a job as a head coach. So like, uh, coaching staffs never stay the same. They always I change. Think, I think like uh, so, coaches that aren't already head coaches, they prefer having the. Yeah, head yeah, exactly. Job. Like they want they want to get promoted. On a winning team, yeah. No, it's yeah, not just like, that. Like they want to get a better like, job. Some of the like, yeah. Move on. Like, yeah, I mean, the... you see the Patriots, right? Uh, they moved off of uh, their defensive coordinator. They uh, they still have like consistently good defense. Oh, so Matt Patricia for the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. yeah but going yeah. back to the original question, I feel like it's like similar to the, like a lot of people were talking about the uh, LA Clippers and uh, basketball and how they were a championship or bust team since they had so much talent. They had Paul George. They had Kawhi Leonard last year. It's yeah. so many more other guys and so much talent and a lot of people. They were like a lot of people's favorites to win the championship. So, honestly, make the most out of this current roster and win championships, or else it's gonna be a huge letdown. Because who knows, like, who will be on the roster for years to come, and who knows, like, if right. they'll have this much talent and talent in the future. So, I feel like this is a like must at least make the Super Bowl. Not, I'm not saying win the Super Bowl, but at least at least make the Super Bowl. I think it won't be a letdown. Will. They'll definitely make it because they're. Only I mean, I think they'll make it too, but if they don't, yeah, that's a letdown. Their only real competition yeah. right now is the Bills, and nah, they have a lot of competition in the AFC. That's like. true. That's true. I just realized. The yeah. Bills are pretty good. Yeah. I think the Bills might actually beat them in the playoffs. Honestly, the, the Bills are. I don't know. They're a weird team. The Bills, yeah. I mean, they've had a little bit of a bad. Stretch it's weird like seeing the, the, the uh, season, Patriots but... not in the playoffs anymore. Yeah. That's just... Yeah. No, they're still very slim Wait, chance. They, no, they're not still uh, slim chance, like two percent. Very slim. If they win all the rest of their games, yeah. they hope. And they have a lot of too. like var- variables. Like they have a lot. Of, they have to depend yeah, on a lot of other teams. In their division, so it's gonna yeah. be tough. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be definitely tough. gonna be tough. Um, yeah. I'm just curious, how long do you see this um, Chiefs thing going if it becomes a dynasty? I don't. I think. Uh, oh, you go. You go ahead. Uh, yeah, I can go. So basically, uh, I don't know if it'll last too long because Patrick Mahomes signed that huge contract. Um, with the Patriots dynasty, it was more like 
um tom brady was signing like small contracts to help out his team he was like a team exactly. player. Yeah. yeah and also this was like um this kind of like basketball um the bulls pippen wasn't that uh highly paid so that he, he was more like a team no, player but he was underpaid like that was like criminally underpaid yeah yeah, that, that's, yeah. Di- that's that's different, different story but like but all i'm saying is dynasties like the like dynasties don't have that one huge contract player yeah, money is very valuable in dynasty. yeah money is very valuable yeah. in sports like don't get me wrong mm-hmm. pat mahomes also a team player too but um you just they won't be able to re-sign their their stars at this rate honestly yeah honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. honestly a lost for like four years to max five years max. yeah because unless they restructure pat, uh, mahomes contract which i highly doubt like I don't see this thing. No, but he's either. a good guy. I think he'd be, he'd very much be open to restructuring it. Maybe, but I don't know. That's kind of anticlimactic, and I don't know. Just yeah, like a whole signing, the biggest, the biggest contract in and sports history. You know, after. No, but... Oh, wait, go ahead. Uh, after like four years, after most of the um the other players' contract contracts expire, um, I can see this um. I can see Patrick Mahomes like solely carrying the Chiefs, kind of like how Russell Wilson Russell, did. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't really seen that from Mahomes, so we can't really judge. We like, don't know if it's true really yet. Say that. Because Russ has proved himself to be yeah, able to exactly. do exactly. We don't know if Mahomes can carry a team. He has a, so, a lot of talent he, around yeah, him, but because the Chiefs were still like a, be a one good man. team, the Chiefs were still good before Patrick Mahomes came in, right? With yeah, Alex, Alex Smith, with Alex Smith. Alex yeah, Smith. you have they to were, credit they, Andy Reid a lot. They weren't as good as they are now, obviously, um, but they were success. still a pretty good team. Also, we have to acknowledge that Andy Reid is a very offensive-minded coach, and Russell Wilson has Pete Carroll, who's like a very defensive-minded exact coach. opposite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Conservative coach. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Mahomes was in a good system as a backup too, so yeah. Yeah. It'll be pretty hard for him to, you know, be able to adjust. I think the main point, like that, I'm getting from all of this is, um, if Patrick Mahomes can carry a team, then, uh, like it's not really related to the question, but yeah, there will be a dynasty, but we don't really know that. So that's why they should make the most of their current roster, so they don't have to rely on that one. Uh, um, yeah, there's no guarantee that he'll be. Yeah, good there's no that. guarantee. They don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think it's time that we move on to our next question. So last week. The Eagles shockingly upset um, the Saints at home, 24 to 21. And that kind of suggests the question, who truly is the future QB in Philly? So, um, Arna, why don't you start us off again? Um, okay, so I think Wentz is a better QB, but I think Hurts is the future for two main reasons, Hurts himself and the receivers. So for Hurts, I just think, like, he played better as a rusher, but, like, like Aura was saying before before we were recording, he was saying it's like he gave off uh, Russell Wilson vibes kind of stuff. So like that works, like, I guess. Um, the receiver is the main part though, um, because I feel like the receivers actually played well, and Alshon Jeffrey was actually able to get open for once in his life. Um, and like I feel like a part of this is because like last year the the receivers for the Eagles were saying like. Um, they'd rather have Nick Foles or someone else at QB than Carson Wentz, which is like, that's a really bad teamwork and not teamwork. What's the word? I don't know the word, um, but like a team like mentality, very bad team mentality. So I guess like benching Wentz and, and starting Hurts took a lot of like stress and like, no, I wouldn't say hate. And like, it took, it took a lot of stress and like anger off the shoulders of the receivers which I don't understand, but like, I mean, it is what it is, right? And then that, I guess, allowed them to 
play looser and just play better. And it made Hurts like look better than Wentz. So it kind of gave Hurts a better, they kind of gave Hurts a better chance than Wentz this season. So yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, about the anonymous stories you were talking about, like Alshon Jeffrey and all those guys. I don't know if they're like completely true, but um, a reporter from like the like who reports from the Philadelphia Eagles locker room uh, came out with that post. So I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but I'm pretty sure it's true. And people actually wanted uh, Foles rather than Wentz. But I'm gonna have to disagree with Arnav, and I think uh, Wentz should be the future of uh, Philly. Um, first you gotta look at his like huge contract. You can't just have like a guy on the bench, uh, worth a hundred million dollars, like running on the bench. That's just, like a waste of money. Like that's such a dumb thing to do. And so benching him, obviously, like in my opinion, isn't the move. If you want, like, only if you want a hundred million dollars on the bench, then yeah, I guess go for it. But and also, you only saw five quarters from Jalen Hurts this year, so. I, it's a really small sample size to go off of, and why? Why are you in my? Okay, we're back. Uh, Arav, take it away. Yeah. So what I was talking about is you can't really judge a guy from five quarters, no matter the position, especially a quarterback. So, like teams, you know, you don't know how much tape they have on a guy, and five quarters isn't a lot of time. That's one game and one quarter, and. So the reason, the main reason I'm talk, saying one should stay is because I've seen what he can do in 2017 and 2019. I've seen like those flashes, those like MVP caliber seasons and all that, all that. That's the one, that's why I want once to stay. But if, if that had, if 2017 and 2019 weren't a thing and once to trash in those years or it did decent, I wouldn't be saying all this. That's why I still have faith in once. I just so, want to, I just want to drop in once because... I, I think Wentz is a far better QB, but I think Hurts is the future. That's it. But why would Hurts be the future then if Wentz is a better QB? Oh, let me let me respawn at myself. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> no, no. I think Hurts is the better QB. No, no, just based on what I saw. I think oh, the yeah. Team, they I, I automatically like, bonded so quickly. Like, they just, it just worked. Yeah, they Hurts has like those Wentz. automatic leadership qualities, like Russ, in my opinion. Yeah. Why is he does have the leadership qualities, but I don't know. The team just doesn't like. I feel like Wentz is a much stronger and more respectful guy, but Hurts is more that like killer instinct. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying, killer but instinct. all right. So going back to my other point um, about Wentz and how he's shown flashes of and of like MVP seasons or like high caliber seasons, um, like just because he had one bad year or eleven bad games doesn't mean it's the end of him and that the future isn't bright, like. I've seen so many quarterbacks, like Payne Manning, for example. He had two – he was – I think he led the league uh, two times in a row in interceptions. And what did he do after that? Like, he won two MVPs or probably more, if anyone correct, can correct me on that. He won a bunch of Super Bowls, and it's definitely not the end of once. But what I think they should do is let Hurts play the rest of the season out, see what he's made of, and see how he can play. And in the offseason for 2021, hold an open QB – competition and let the culture decide maybe you want to start hurts week one let's say he doesn't play that good maybe you want to go back to Wentz like you you can have the open QB competition all of next season to figure it out because I know I guess it's kind of a waste of a year if it um if nothing pans out but that's that's a different story and for another day so yeah that's just my take on it 
Yeah, Arav, just keep in mind that um, four of those five quarters that you were talking about were um, against maybe the best defense in the NFL, the Saints. So, anyways, um, I'll let Ankur Can I continue. say one thing before Ankur goes? I mean, I'll be quick. Yeah. I don't think the open QB thing is a good idea because I just – I don't think Wentz will succeed more in Philly. I just feel like a different team is a better option for him, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. But, like, you can't really judge everything off of one bad year. Like, a lot of QBs have bad yeah, years I know, but... and bumps in the road, like, if you want to call them that. Okay, Anker, go ahead. All right, finally. <clears throat> All right, so uh, going off of both of your points, both of your guys' points, uh, I think I'm going to have to agree with Arnov here because, uh, I mean, in his first start, he did, uh, like Arya said, play the Saints. And... Uh, I mean, he, he did have Lamar Jackson uh, type of uh, numbers. He had 150 passing, over 150 passing yards, over 100 rushing yards. And he did give uh, the Eagles their first win in like, what, a month? Ever since the Cowboys game. And this is actually their first, like, big win, in my opinion, because, like, who do they win against? They won against the Cowboys. They won against the Giants once. I don't know. I don't know the other one. but uh, Yeah, the Niners. The other one was the Niners. Yeah, the, I said the Giants. Niners, Niners. Oh, yeah, the Niners, Niners. Yeah, well, uh, this is probably the most notable win because the Saints did come off of a nine-game win streak. It was like the – was the most in the NFL, I think. And, uh, well, uh, yeah, he, he snapped the losing streak. He uh, snapped the winning streak. And, I mean, he just looked a lot better in the system that they're in. And, like, going back to Aro's, like, point of, like, trying Wentz out, I mean, they already did try him out, and I feel like he would be better in, like, other systems. And it looks like the system that they're going in right now, like the Eagles with uh, Jalen Hurts, I think it's working pretty well so far. And, uh, well, the problem with the Eagles is that there's not really much direction. So um, I guess, like, a rookie quarterback can, like, lead them into the direction that they want to go as like a team or an offense. So yeah, I think starting Hurts right now and having Hurts as a future would be a good idea and move off from once, I guess. Yeah, I think rookie uh rookie yeah. QBs give the possibility of like not possible, like they, they just give endless possibilities. Yeah, yeah and once is getting a bit old. Also you gotta give credit where credit's due. All. He's twenty eight. That's that's uh yeah yeah that's, just, yeah, that's not point, old yeah. but like oh. NFL so, standard is old, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, right, so, also, you got to give credit where credit's due. Like, Jalen Hurts played insane. Like, yeah. I haven't been, like, excited to watch an Eagles game um, ever And you're year. an Eagles fan. And you're yeah, an I'm an Eagles fan. fan. Yeah. yeah. This year, I've never seen one, like, exciting game. And this is the first one this year. And it's in, yeah. what is it, week 14? So, that's just a huge break. And Jalen Hurts, uh, one more thing. The Saints haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher in three years. That's just insane. Three years, and they allowed two. Two. Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. So you got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Yeah. So- I think they did also have uh, over two hundred rushing yards. Yeah, I think uh, two hundred like fifty something, sixty maybe. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. Crazy. All I'm yeah. saying is just play Hurts out the rest of the year. See what he's made of, and then it like let's just see how he does. Like maybe let's I don't know maybe the get the past few quarters was just a fluke. We never know. I'm not saying he did bad or that you shouldn't you should take everything away from him, but let's just see if um he can continue 
his level of play for the rest of the season. All right. Yeah, so, that's too early to tell. Yeah. So you all made very good points, but now it's time to move on to our next segment. All right. So for this episode, we're going to do something a bit different. Um, instead of discussing key games, we're actually going to discuss our projected winners of uh, certain divisions. And uh, right now we're going to cover the AFC. So I'll give my prediction first, and that's for the AFC West. Um, and obviously, I think, I mean, it's the Chiefs. What else can you say? I mean, it's the Chiefs. They're a powerhouse of a team. You know, they have Tyree Kill, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, uh, Travis Kelsey, and on defense. They have uh, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Tyron Matthew, you know? So, I mean, and uh, the rest of the division isn't impressive. The Chargers, Raiders, um, Broncos, uh, they're pretty bad. So, yeah, uh, the Chiefs are my projected winner for the AFC West. Um, and, uh, Anker, what's uh, your prediction? Yeah, so I'm doing the AFC East. Uh, um. I mean, this this one's pretty obvious, guys. It's the Buffalo Bills. Like, I mean, you could say Miami, but, like, they'd have to have Buffalo at least, like, lose two games. And uh, uh, Miami win all out, actually, to get to 11-5. Uh, and five. I mean, uh, it's pretty tough because Buffalo, I think they have, like, a Denver left. Uh, they have New England, and they have Miami for Week 17. Um well, they have Denver and uh, the Patriots that are really easy teams. Uh, I think I think they're probably going to beat them pretty easy, especially after the uh, zero touchdown performance that the Patriots uh, had against the Rams. I know the Rams are a good defense, but still, I mean, zero touchdowns is pretty bad. And the Broncos, I guess they did good against the Panthers, but, I mean, the Panthers aren't really that good. I mean, uh what is it? It's the their new head coach's rookie year, uh, or something. Matt Rule. Uh, so it's like a work in progress. But yeah, I think Buffalo uh, is gonna get those easy. And we saw what um good teams can do to Miami. I know Miami won seven of the last nine games, but I mean still uh they still have some work to do. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's pretty uh self evident that Buffalo is the easier team to like win the division because they already have a two game advantage over the Dolphins yeah in my opinion I think the AFC East is going to go down to week 17 um which is the Buffalo Bills which is the Miami Dolphins I think that's going to decide who's the who's first place in that division but my um my division is the AFC North I think statistically they're the best division in football right now I think other than the Bengals, they have really good teams all across the board. I'm looking at 11 and two Steelers, eight, nine and four Browns, eight and five Ravens. And obviously, I know the Steelers are on a two, uh, two game losing streak, but I still think they're going to be first place in that division. Um, I just uh, and then also this is where things get a bit tricky. You know, I think the Ravens are going to overtake the Browns, and I think the Browns are going to. Um, either make barely make the playoffs in the seventh seed or entirely miss it. But I think the Ravens are going to end up being second in NFC North, Steelers first, Browns third, and obviously Bengals fourth. Um, but the Steelers, they have a pretty tough schedule, but 
I think they can if they win at least one. If they win at least one more game out of their next three, I think they should be fine. I think they should that should secure them first place in their division. And Browns, I think they have an easy schedule too, but um, they have the Steelers as well, so that's a tough team. And then the Ravens, they have a really easy schedule too, and I think they can win out the Ravens. So as long as the Ravens win out, I think they'll take over the uh, Browns and get second place in that division. So that's my decision. Juju Schuster doesn't dance on another logo. Juju Schuster needs to stop dancing. Let's be honest. He's a clown. He's a clown. No, I like Juju Schuster. I like him. But he just needs to stop dancing. I've already spotlighted myself. All right, yeah. (laughs) Give me a prediction then. So, I'm doing AFC South, right? And this is a tough one because uh, Titans and Colts, they're both tied. Tied. Uh, Titans are nine and four. Colts are nine and four. Right now, Titans are higher than the Colts. I don't know, seating wise, but it's close because they're playing very similar. I think the Colts will come out on top. But like right now, if you look, if you do a quick Google search of AFC South, that's what I did right now. You'll see, Titans are four and three at home. Colts are four and two. Titans are five and one away. Colts are five and two. Titans win streak is one, so that means they lost and they won. And then Colts win streak is two. So they're pretty much the same in all these categories, like the winning categories. But I don't know. I just feel like that the Colts have been playing better this second half of the season. And their defense has been pretty good. So I think the Colts will win. What about Derek what about Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. Uh, he's you could make a you could make a argument for him being the MVP. Yeah, you really could, but I mean, he's a single player. I feel like the Colts have been firing all cylinders, kind of. So have the Titans, but just not as much. I don't know. It's a very close division. I, I don't. I, I really can't predict this. Yeah, the I, rest I, of the season think... schedule for both teams is like really similar. They have one tough team. Both of them have one tough team. The Titans have to play pa- the Packers. Yeah. And who the Colts have to play? The Colts have to play the Steelers. So those are definitely two tough teams. And I think it's going to all depend on how Derrick Henry uh, plays the rest of the season out. And I definitely think he'll do really good because, obviously, it's December. So, like, yeah, what, what are you going to expect? Uh, what are you going to expect Derrick from Derrick Henry? He picks up steam, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's already playing insane, but he's going to be even better as we get deeper into December. So, yeah, I think the Titans are going to take this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, good points, guys. Um, but now it's time to move on to our fantasy starts and sits of the week. So for fantasy this week, I would start Wayne Gallman, the running back for the New York Giants. Uh, he's been really impressive as of late um, because in the past seven weeks, he's put he's put up consecutive seven uh, d- double digit point games. So that's really good. Uh, plus, um, another pro is that he's facing the Browns' run defense, which is really bad because they got absolutely gashed by Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards last week, you know, Um, that hell of a Monday night football game. Um, Yeah, so I would start Wayne Gallman, and then I would sit Clyde Edwards-Hilaire because he's been really underwhelming as of late. Um, All of the attention in the Kansas City offense is going to Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill now. Um, and additionally, he's going against the Saints um, run defense, which is one of the best run defenses in the league, hands down. So I would sit Clyde. Um, and yeah, 
uh, that's my fantasy start and sit for the week. Uh, how about you, Ankur? Yeah, so um, my start would be uh, Lamar Jackson. And uh, the main reason is, I mean, you saw him. You saw him on Monday night, right? He He's basically back to his MVP form, like, in Monday night against the Browns in the spotlight. And, uh, I mean, he will be playing a Giants team that's pretty good, uh, good on the defensive side. But they uh, they lost by 19 points against the uh, the Cardinals at home, and uh, they did they they did that uh, against a Russian QB and Kyler Murray too. And Kyler Murray didn't really have a bad game, but I mean uh, let's let's face it, Lamar in in his like rhythm and his like I guess momentum. I guess he's a better quarterback uh, rushing and uh, passing than Kyler Murray, and I mean. They're, they're coming off of a big win, and uh, the Giants are coming off a disappointing loss. So I think that Lamar will have another good game because uh, of the flow, I guess. And um, for my sit, uh, I'm doing Chris Carson, mainly because of the Washington football team's defense, especially the run defense. They have the third best run defense in the NFL right now. And, you know, uh, the Seahawks are trying to ease uh, Chris Carson back into, I guess, shape uh, after his injury. Um, and uh, so he, w- he won't really be playing as much. He, he did have a good game last week, but that was against the Jets and the, one of the worst teams, I think, in history, I guess. Uh, but they're going to face a much better defense. And I don't. I just don't think that Chris Carson will do well. I don't think the Seahawks offense in general will do well uh, against Washington, who's uh, trying to get into the playoffs. Um, my my sit or no, my sorry, my start is Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he played really well last week. I think he got like thirty points. So I would expect another big one this week. And he's playing, I think, the Texans, which have a terrible run D and they got yeah they got the Texans got destroyed by David Montgomery last week I think yeah so I think uh Jonathan Taylor will like pop off there my sit is Tyler Lockett um ever since that big game where he got like 50 points against the Cardinals he hasn't been putting up the same like level of production so I think he's on a decline not career-wise obviously just this one season decline there um it's also his his um receptions are being like He's not getting as many, especially due to DK Metcalf. So yeah, I don't really see him doing too good against you know a very strong Washington defense. So yeah, yeah. Arav, how about you? All right. So let me try to find my sits and start. Okay. So my start is Payne Manning. Obviously, he's in this MVP form. Uh, I think unanimous MVP. Obviously, yeah, I agree. Year. That's facts, bro. That's facts. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like no question about it. I got Sit Walter Payton. This guy is a trash, bro. Zero fantasy points in the past 30 years. Am I seeing this correctly? Let me read this. Nah, this can't be true. Zero. Zero fantasy. Wait. All right, yeah, no, that's the wrong last one. Year. He didn't do good at all. <laughs> yeah, dude. Zero, zero yards or anything, bro. Bro, wait, are, I think I got the wrong one. Or something, bro? Wait, wait. No, nah, I'm sorry. I got, a, I got the wrong you, Just ignore what I just said. Okay. So my real start... Uh, Okay, just ignore whatever I said, okay? Shut up. You're an idiot, that's why. All right, so start Mike Davis. 
So, Davis did really good. I had him on, on my fantasy team last week um, in the playoffs. And he did really good, 26.3 points against the Broncos defense. And this week, he's not facing a really good run defense either in the Packers. So, I feel like Mike Davis is going to be uh, really good this week. Also, I think you should sit Mike Gusecki. Um he had a good performance against the Chiefs. Like, don't get me wrong. He did. He had a touchdown, I believe. But I don't think he's going to do as good as uh, people think he is against a really good Patriots defense with good linebackers. So, and they also give the third fewest points to tight ends, the Patriots. So I think that's, a, I think you must start him. I don't know if you must, you should start him, but just think about that. Keep that in the back of your head. So those are my two. All right. Yeah, thank um, you. Aram, I believe the phrase is back of your mind, not back of your head. <laughs> Same thing, okay? It doesn't really matter. Okay. You, you get what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll use back of the head, whatever. I feel like it's better. All right. Yeah, so uh, uh, good starts and sits around the board, guys. And that is it for this week's episode. So thank you all for tuning in and peace. Peace.